doctor for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Good morning, I'm Bob Brown. And I'm Jacqueline Carr. And welcome to 77 WBC's Early News Show. Here is our Top 5 at 5. It appears this, this is the Top 5 at 5. You did a punch there. It appears healthcare workers will not be able to get out of this one. The Supreme Court refusing to block a COVID vaccine mandate for healthcare workers without offering an exemption for religious reasons. Thousands of medical workers have been fired for refusing to get vaccinated. The Post reporting the vaccine mandate for healthcare workers in hospitals and nursing homes was initiated by former Governor Cuomo with the mandate enforced by Governor Hochul back in August. First responders and recovery teams continue to sift through the rubble in Kentucky, the state which took the brunt of a deadly line of 30 tornadoes that ripped through a cluster of eight states Friday night. Nearly 90 people were killed in the storms and hundreds remain missing. Kentucky Governor Andrew Bashir. Our newest uh, estimate on deaths, and these are numbers coming from emergency management. They may differ a little bit from uh, the coroner, there's one of these we're certainly checking on, is that we are now up to 74 uh, Kentuckians that we have lost. It was heartbreaking when he said that his this, his father's hometown was completely destroyed. Watching Andy Bashir these past few days have, has really been tough because I don't think the man has slept. And the things that he said are just so emotional. President Biden will be in Kentucky Wednesday to look at the damage. The House January 6th panel moving ahead with contempt charges against former Trump White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. Meadows had originally agreed to testify before the committee investigating the Capitol riots, but later changed his mind. Liz Cheney yesterday reading a list of texts between Meadows and Fox News hosts pleading with them to get Trump to stop the protesters. Mark, protesters are literally storming the Capitol, breaking windows on doors, rushing in. Is Trump going to say something? Meantime, Bill O'Reilly, who hosted a Trump event this weekend, said on Cats at Night. On January 5th, um, the president of the United States, Donald Trump, called Christopher Miller, the acting defense secretary, and suggested that Miller move 10,000 National Guard into Washington, D.C. to protect the Capitol and other government buildings. Now, the allegation from the House committee on January 6th is that Trump instigated the attack on the Capitol. So this blew that right out of the water. A study says President Biden's Build Back Better plans could double the cost of child care, which could act as a tax of $30,000 on middle class families. Economic advisor Casey Mulligan estimates that by removing financial incentives to offer low cost care and increasing regulations, the cost of daycare for many families could surge. 
White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said yesterday that there is a range of reasons for the increase in crime and smash and grab robberies in cities across the country, including here in New York City. Fox News reporting smash and grab looters have been targeting stores across the country, robbing retailers of thousands of dollars in merchandise in cities like San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, Seattle, and Minneapolis, and of course here in New York. Psaki said the president has proposed additional funding in the budget to make sure local police departments and cops have the funding they need. She says we also have to work directly with police departments in areas where they are seeing the highest impact of the crime, the retail theft, which we have great concern about. Meantime, Saki declining to say whether or not New York City authorities quickly releasing a man arrested for torching a Christmas tree outside the News Corp building in Midtown last week. WABC News Time coming up on 5.05. Let's get our first look at traffic this morning in Joe Nolan. Okay, so we'll continue your traffic coming up in just a second. You know what I want to ask you, Bob? Have you been to Broadway lately? Have I been to Broadway lately? No, not not lately. Well, not no, a lot of people definitely. haven't been there lately because its biggest hits are back now after a long pandemic shutdown. We've got Wicked. Have you seen any of these? Let me know. Wicked, Hamilton, nope. The Lion King, and nope. Chicago. Nope. All nope. well, now's your chance. It's all now reopened, but you have to wear a mask and be vaccinated. Uh, Lackawanna Blues had its first preview. I was looking at this last night. Just as this Broadway show was about to open, the shutdown happened. So they had to wait until now. So that's finally on Broadway. Some of the biggest musicals like The Lion King, Wicked and Hamilton returned to the stage Tuesday night. 18 months after the coronavirus pandemic forced them to close. And I have to say, that must be so heartbreaking for an actor getting their big break. Well, did we cover the one on uh, Princess Diana? Uh, that, that's, that's closing. Uh, I, heard that, I heard that a couple of nights ago. Oh, is it? Yes, that's closing. What, what's the name of that? Is that a, a, Honestly, I don't know I if don't it's know. a musical or not, but it's about Princess Diana. And, uh, yeah, it's now a limited run. So that's what happens, I guess. Uh, with, but you know what? I... In a way, it's good to see these shows here, even though it's the bad news they're closing. At least we're talking about it. Yeah. There are plays. There are the Broadway is open now. It was dark. It's it was an alley. White way. It was a back. dark alley for so long. At I least know. now we're talking about some shows, you know. And it's 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 sad that some you know may not be getting uh, any good news. But um, you know the fact that they're making their comeback, and that's the way it goes on Broadway anyway. You're gonna have shows that make it, and some are gonna close. That's just the way of the world. Just remember, you have to wear a mask and be vaccinated. A mask and be vaccinated. That's right. Keep your don't spread anything else that needs to be spread. All right, it's going to be sunny today. We have some good news, high near 52. Tonight, partly cloudy, lows in the upper 30s. And Wednesday, unfortunately, the clouds roll in. We've got highs in the mid-50s, though. WABC News Time is 5.08. Compelling words from this Bronx mom speaking outside of City Hall who worries about her son's safety every day. I want to thank all of our police chiefs and our district attorneys for standing with mothers, with community members, with all of us who are living in communities that are under siege because of gun violence and because of these bail reforms. Police Commissioner Dermot Chase says current laws meant to help our communities are hurting the good people who live there. You can also follow their cause on social media with the hashtag FixTheLaws. 
All right, incoming New York City Schools Chancellor David Banks already plans to hit the ground running. Banks telling PIX11 that PIX11 that he's considering setting up a new specialized high schools with reworked admissions criteria. The Post reporting Banks questioned the use of a loan exam to determine admissions in general, but suggested that a new slate of specialized schools could adopt a different format than those already in existence. Hundreds of students staging a walkout from a Staten Island school Monday morning to protest recent violence shortly after the campus was forced to go into lockdown over a shooting threat. According to school officials, as reported in the Post, the Susan E. Wagner High School went into lockdown at 10.50 a.m. following a threat made on Snapchat that specifically targeted the planned walkout. Now, this isn't the first walkout. Last week, a middle school had a big walkout, mainly girls saying that there was a lot of harassment at their school. And this was in Manhattan. So now that I when I heard this story, I was thinking the students are starting to get get it that if their administration isn't helping them with harassment or violence, they can start, you know, standing up for themselves. And it's amazing that these kids are doing this. Uh, I give them a lot of credit. Uh, I think these kids are smarter than we, th- <laughs> we think they are. No, I mean, I, working as a reporter for many years out in the field, like yourself, uh, anytime there was something of, 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 of meaning to a student's um, everyday life at school and all that, I, I would see protests on the field, whether it's protesting a certain teacher or what's happening, as you say, about safety and all that. So, yeah, no, uh, good for the students for doing for, for doing um, something like this. It's um, it's commendable. Yes, it's and it's commendable. getting them attention and hopefully some help. And some help, absolutely. The uh, There was another, in Staten Island, there was actually two events yesterday. There was also not only of the, um, the Susan Wagner School, but there was another protest where parents... Uh, were protesting at, a, at another Staten Island school. It might have been a Catholic school. I'm not too sure. And they were protesting the state mandates, uh, the New York, excuse me, the New York City mandate to have all students vaccinated. So kind of a um, uh, double-edged sword uh, uh, protest yesterday in Staten Island. You had parents on one hand protesting over their students having to be vaccinated, and then you had the students protesting about the safety at their schools. So uh, a lot of protests in Staten Island yesterday. Yeah, and you know what? (laughs) Getting back to Chancellor David Banks, he really is hitting the ground running because Mayor de Blasio didn't feel the need for special programs in schools, whereas Banks feels that there is a greater need for special programs in schools. So he's trying to move that forward after de Blasio leaves because he feels that that is an incentive for students to strive to, you know, to a higher benchmark. And he leads – his background is leading a string of academies here right. in New York. Um, and that's that's basically his claim to fame for uh, – uh, I don't know if it's basically started out for minority students or just young boys. I'm not too sure. But he's had great success yeah. uh, with these academies. So he, he definitely, again, as you say, hit the ground running. Has I, his own I, ideas. Has his own ideas. 
and right. he's making some changes and, that and he I, wants. And I hope uh, if Mayor Elect Adams is listening, let's keep a cha- <laughs> let's keep a chancellor in the job for at least a couple of a couple of years. How many chancellors have we been in been through in New York City? I, I don't for, they, know. They hired the gentleman from Miami. He changed his mind, and then Richard Carranza comes on board, who wasn't the first choice, but he actually did a pretty good job from from what I've seen. Then then he decides to leave early, and uh, I don't know. It just seems like the de Blasio administration and just trouble hanging on to uh, uh, schools chancellors. So it would be nice to, uh, I don't know, it, it seems to me mayors have a particular problem with chancellors in this city. I don't know what they're looking for, uh, but if, if they're not on the same page, to me, it seems right, exactly. 100, no, I'm talking about 100%, it's like they're out. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't. You can't disagree with the big boss one iota if you're a chancellor. That's just my opinion. That's all. But I, would, I, I wish him, I wish Mr. Banks good luck. Who just walked into the studio? We have Mr. Justin Ellick. You got that right, with our, with our first look on sports today. You How are you doing? You got it. I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm, I'm great. You guys are killing it so far. You sound great. I appreciate that. All right. So last night, the uh, NFL's Week 14 came to a close with a heavyweight battle. Between the eight and four Los Angeles Rams and the ten and two Arizona Cardinals, a nail biter saw the Rams squeak out an impressive thirty to twenty three victory in Arizona behind three touchdowns and two hundred and eighty seven yards through the air for Rams gunslinger Matthew Stafford. Both New York basketball teams are back in action tonight at home with the Nets taking on the Toronto Raptors in Brooklyn and the Knicks facing off against the Golden State Warriors at the Garden. Both tip-offs are set for 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. One thing to watch out for in that Knicks-Warriors game, as Golden State star point guard Stephen Curry is just two triples away from breaking Ray Allen's all-time record for most three-pointers made. Back in action on the ice tonight as well as the Islanders are in Detroit to battle the Red Wings and the Rangers are out west in Colorado to face off against the Avalanche. The Isles will get underway at 7.30 p.m. and the Rangers will start a little later on at 9 p.m. Eastern. With your early news uh, sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Don't go away so fast. Question. Uh, so the Mets have it down to two people, I believe, for manager and I think the favorite is... Uh, the favorite right now, I believe, is Buck Showalter, and, former Yankees manager. Um, and uh, being that it is a lockout, they can actually still hire a manager if they choose. Oh, they can the lockout, do that, right. Yeah, the lockout really only keeps them from um, from uh, from management talking to players. So management can still talk to manager or, or potential managerial candidates and uh, and make a hire. I didn't realize. So I mean, he looks sixty five years old. I had looks, no. Not that that's old. I had. I had no idea. Listen, he, he he really doesn't look like he's aged today since he was managing the uh, the Yankees back in the back in the early nineties. So, you know, um, listen, he's obviously a guy who can get the job done. And uh, if the Mets hire him, so be it. I that, think it'll be a good hire. That'd be great. Also, today there's a celebration at City Hall today. The the um, the Major League Soccer yep, football, that, New York NYCFC. Football Club? So they weren't. Uh, they were trying to have a parade, obviously, down the Canyon of Heroes, but. Uh, uh, that uh, went went to the wayside. I don't know if that's just because it's soccer here in New York City, um, and uh, and they were worried about the turnout. But they will be at City Hall uh, celebrating their NYCFC title over the uh, the uh, Major League Soccer team from Portland just a couple nights ago. And the mayor was wearing the hat and everything, everything. Uh, on the news. So he's he's into it. Listen, if that's going to get people to watch soccer, then uh, then that that'll be the thing that does it, won't it?
That's terrific. <laughs> Justin Alec, thanks so much, man. Appreciate you got it. it. We'll be back in a bit. Hundreds of students. Uh, actually, we had that story. I'm sorry. New York Governor Kathy Hochul says construction of new terminals at JFK will cost approximately $9.5 billion, but it's expected to result in the creation of 10,000 new jobs, which is always good. The project involving expanding terminals 1, 2, and 3. Construction is planned to begin in mid-next year with the new terminals opening by 2026. And the New York Assembly's longest-serving lawmaker is retiring after more than 50 years in Albany. 74-year-old Richard Gottfried has been representing, I should say, constituents on Manhattan's west side for decades. He currently serves as the chair of the Assembly Health Committee. Here's Jacqueline Carl now with a look at stocks and other business news this morning. Jacqueline, good morning. Good morning. Stocks fell awaiting a decision by the Federal Reserve expected later in the week about fighting inflation. The S&P fell 43 points. NASDAQ dropped 217 points and the Dow slid 320 points. Elon Musk has been named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Musk, the founder and CEO of space exploration company SpaceX, recently snatched the title of world's wealthiest person from Amazon founder Jeff Bezos. And on a side note, Musk is single now. Musk cruised past Bezos when the rising price of Tesla brought his net worth to around $3 billion. Time saying this isn't an award, but, quote, recognition of the person who has had the most influence on events of the year for good or for ill. So I guess, you know, either way you get on the list. The Dr. Oz Show, ending next month while the good doctor makes a run for the U.S. Senate, hoping to fill the vacancy of Senator Pat Toomey, who's retiring in November. Dr. Oz Show, now in its 13th season, won 10 Daytime Emmy Awards. The show is being be uh, replaced by The Good Dish, hosted by none other than Dr. Mehmet Oz's daughter and Master Chef Junior Judge Daphne Oz. The Good Dish, a cooking show, will air January 17th, just three days after the Dr. Oz show ends. Taking a look at your weather, it's going to be sunny today, high near 52. Tonight, partly cloudy, lows in the upper 30s. And Wednesday, clouds roll in, highs in the mid-50s. WABC News Time, 520. The Hill reporting the Biden administration made the inflation of gas prices even worse by both restricting the supply of oil and pressuring banks and asset managers to divest from traditional energy projects. The result is weakened purchasing power for consumers and more reliance on foreign countries to keep the United States powered. Biden's decision to cut off avenues for more domestic supply of oil by canceling the Keystone XL pipeline and limiting exploration of federal lands and waters gives the organization of the petroleum exporting countries significant leverage over American energy consumption. Senator Joe Manchin telling reporters Monday that anything's possible after President Biden called him to plead for his crucial vote to pass a massive social and environmental spending bill. The Post reporting Manchin said it was a, quote, good conversation, but he declined to give details. He added, we talked to negotiate. That's what it's all about. And now to keep your mouth shut and negotiate. The House passed that spending package last month with a $2.2 trillion price tag. The string of deadly tornadoes that tore through parts of Arkansas, Illinois, Kentucky, Missouri, Mississippi, Mississippi, and Tennessee Friday night into Saturday morning, killing nearly 90 people was extremely rare happening in December. FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell telling CNN State of the Union, she says the effects we are seeing 
being of climate change are the crisis of our generation. Griswold adding that while it was not unusual for tornadoes to strike in December at this magnitude, I don't think we have ever seen one this late in the year. OSHA, the Federal Occupational Safety and Health Administration, announced Monday it opened an investigation into the deadly collapse of Amazon Warehouse in Illinois after tornadoes ripped through the Midwest Friday night. OSHA compliance officers have been on site there since Saturday. A spokesperson for OSHA said they have six months to issue citations and propose monetary penalties if workplace or health violations are discovered. Six people died and at least one person was injured. In a statement, a rep for Amazon said they are supporting OSHA's efforts, adding in part, quote, our thoughts and prayers are with the victims, the loved ones, and everyone impacted by the tornado. Terrible what happened there. They were, I was watching um, last night. There was a gentleman the, the, um, in um, May, was it Mayfield, Kentucky. I'm not Mayfield. sure if it was Mayfield with the candle factory. Yes. That collapsed. And uh, there was one gentleman who was pinned under a rubble of metal. And uh, it could have been very easily, he could have been ripped to shreds if they took him out of there without doing it carefully. They, re- they removed the debris one by one. So that he he would save his limbs, and uh, he was in the hospital, and they had the um, they had the reporters at his hospital bed, and uh, says he's doing you know he he was scared, but he had confidence, and then he heard people talking to him. One person telling him he'll be okay, he talked him through it, and all that, and he's just so grateful um, to be alive and uh, to see stories like that. It's sad you hear about. You hear about the toddlers. Oh, I know. You hear about the the Korean war veteran at 94. You hear all that. It's so terrible. And, and they're still looking. And uh, and God mm-hmm. knows. And there's one town, I think, in Kentucky, too, uh, where there's still uh, hundreds of people, hundreds of people missing. So, um, you know, all our, all our prayers are with them. But sometimes, you know, it's, it's the miracle stories, too, like this gentleman yes. in the hospital and that. You guess you, I guess you have to hang on to that. And did you see the woman that uh, did the live Facebook? She's been all over the news. She did a live Facebook uh, video telling people that she was alive and trapped and where and about where she mm-hmm. was. And she was rescued. But I thought that was brilliant to do that. In, in the and midst that, of all that chaos, to think to she like actually, screamed she, live, I'm here, I'm alive, right. I'm trapped. You know, it was unbelievable. I guess that's what you, you do what you have to do, right? That was Terrible. quick thinking. And, it, and it just to happen in this time of year in December, usually we have these kinds of um, terrible uh, tornadoes in, in the springtime. Well, that's but, because but, the dew point average was so high right. because it's of been, the, the warm weather and mm-hmm. then the, the precipitation coming in. That's what triggered all this incredibly in uh the incredibly mild weather so when they get the cold front sweeping across it just triggered those uh, tornadoes again this is usually a springtime yes a springtime event but um and now you know people talking about global change um climate change excuse me and all that and you know, it might have something to do with it that's uh, that's possible um i think we've always had these deadly tornadoes well, it was an F4. They said there's only been 19 in U.S. history since they've been counting in the 50s in December and only two F5s since then in December. And they're saying this is the deadliest string. Yes. 30 tornadoes, about 30, a string. And they basically proceeded on a path about over 100 miles. About 200. Is it, was it 200 miles? I heard like 125 miles. Whatever. 200. That's incredible. Well, they were. That's almost. That's almost unheard of. My God. It is. 
It is unheard of. My God, to uh, to to travel to travel so long and and making things worse. Not that it would be better in the daylight, but to have it at night, you can't see it. Right. You don't know where it's. You know, and um, it was the worst possible of uh, circumstances. Really, my God. So anyway, and right before Christmas. I know. I mean, there's no good time for that. But when you see the devastation and the little Christmas decorations and stockings mixed in with that. I said to my I said to my wife when we were watching the news and I like and I kind of said to her on the side in a sarcastic tone like happy holidays huh yeah you know and it's like you know what do you say what do you do I mean people you have to celebrate other people it's always been that way though right I mean that's that's, that's the way of the world it's 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 sad but anyway. I'm not trying to be a downer here. I can't be a downer. So, well, uh, President the- Biden is really sending a lot of support there. FEMA, yeah. And he said he'd do everything he can and cut through the red tape to help them. He'll be there tomorrow. We're going to yes. talk about that. It's coming up. It's going to be sunny today, high near 52 tonight, partly cloudy, lows in the upper 30s. And Wednesday, unfortunately, the clouds roll back in, highs in the mid 50s. WABC News Time, 528. The Omicron variant is on the rise in the United Kingdom, where cases are surging 50% to 5,000 cases in just 24 hours. And now there's fear the trend is making its way to the U.S. America seeing infections tripling to 159 and spreading to 30 states, with just 16% of Americans receiving boosters. The Coca-Cola company has recalled Minute Maid drinks sold in multiple states, including New York, after some were contaminated by a metallic substance. The affected products were distributed to stores in Pennsylvania, New York, Maine, Virginia, Maryland, Connecticut, New Hampshire, and North Carolina. A spokesperson for Coca-Cola telling Fox Business a limited quantity of refrigerated Minute Maid berry punch, strawberry, lemonade, and fruit punch in 59-ounce cartons did not meet the company's high-quality standards due to the potential presence of foreign matter. 82-year-old Nancy Pelosi will be running for re-election in 2022. This would be for her 18th term in Congress. And Steven Spielberg's West Side Story may be heading to the tank. Why? A disappointing $10.5 million at the box office this weekend. Can you believe that? No. Of all that, I, I, I'm shocked. And Steven Spielberg, he's got the Midas touch. My Lord. It could just be pandemic related. We don't know. But usually they have to really hit big on the opening weekend. Well, I'm wondering, did did um, did um, In the Heights maybe blow like the, the once right. in, did, in the, did like everyone had enough after In the Heights? I don't know. Did that? You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, now we have West Side Story. So kind of it's know. almost it like the same. One. It looks good to me, too, but it's just very surprising. With all the hype that went into it and all that, and great reviews and everything. But, um, okay. What can I say? Well, I'll go see it. Yeah. I'm going to see it in support. <laughs> okay. Let me know how it is. Good morning. I'm Bob Brown. Oh, let's go to a break now. Uh, WABC News Time coming up on 530. Entertaining and informative. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. WFUC News Time 532. Good morning. I'm Bob Brown. And I'm Jacqueline Carl. And welcome to 77 WBC's Early News Show. Here's our top five at 530. It's the top five at 530. 
It appears healthcare workers will not be able to get out of this one. The Supreme Court refusing to block a COVID vaccine mandate for healthcare workers without offering an exemption for religious reasons. Thousands of medical workers have been fired for refusing to get vaccinated. The Post reporting the vaccine mandate for healthcare workers in hospitals and nursing homes was initiated by former Governor Cuomo with the mandate enforced by Governor Hochul back in August. First responders and recovery teams continue to sift through the rubble in Kentucky, the state which took the brunt of the deadly line of 30 tornadoes that ripped through a cluster of eight states Friday night. Nearly 90 people were killed in the storms and hundreds remain missing. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir. Our newest uh, estimate on deaths, and these are numbers coming from emergency management. They may differ a little bit from Uh, The coroner, there's one of these we're certainly checking on, is that we are now up to 74 uh, Kentuckians that we have lost. Did you hear him get emotional at times when Mm -hmm. he was reading some of this? um, I don't think the guy has slept in days. President Biden will be in Kentucky Wednesday to look at the damage. The House January 6th panel moving ahead with contempt charges against former Trump White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. Meadows had originally agreed to testify before the committee investigating the Capitol riots, but later changed his mind. Liz Cheney Monday reading a list of texts between Meadows and Fox News hosts pleading with him to get Trump to stop the protesters. Mark, protesters are literally storming the Capitol, breaking windows on doors, rushing in. Is Trump going to say something? Meantime, Bill O'Reilly, who hosted a Trump event this past weekend, said on Cats at Night. On January 5th, um, the president of the United States, Donald Trump, called Christopher Miller, the acting defense secretary, and suggested that Miller move 10,000 National Guard into Washington, D.C. to protect the Capitol and other government buildings. Now, the... Allegation from the House committee on January 6th is that Trump instigated the attack on the Capitol. So this blew that right out of the water. A study says President Biden's Build Back Better plans could double the cost of child care, which could act as a tax of $30,000 on middle class families. Economic advisor Casey Mulligan estimates that by removing financial incentives to offer low-cost care and increasing regulations, the cost of daycare for many families could surge. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says there are a range of reasons for the increase in crime, <clears throat> excuse me, in crime and smash and grab robberies in cities across the country, including here in New York City. Fox News reporting smash and grab looters have been targeting stores across the country, robbing retailers of thousands of dollars in merchandise in cities like San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, Seattle, and Minneapolis. She says the president has proposed additional funding in the budget to make sure local police departments and cops have the funding they need. She says we also have worked directly with police departments in areas where they are seeing the highest impact of the crime, the retail theft, which we have great concern about. Meantime, Saki declining to say whether or not New York City authorities quickly releasing a man arrested for torching a Christmas tree outside the News Corp building in Midtown last week. 
Well, I mean, like when you think and about it with all these masks everybody's wearing, it's sort of like a criminal's dream come true. With They can't get face recognition on them. So I It seems like to, everyone's just being released on bail no matter what they do. That's true. All right. It's going to be sunny today, high near 52. Tonight, partly cloudy, lows in the upper 30s. Wednesdays, when the clouds roll in with highs in the mid-50s. WABC News Time, 538. Compelling words from this Bronx mom speaking outside of City Hall who worries about her son's safety every day. I want to thank all of our police chiefs and our district attorneys for standing with mothers, with community members, with all of us who are living in communities that are under siege because of gun violence and because of these bail reforms. Police Commissioner Dermot Shea says current laws meant to help our communities are hurting the good people who live there. You can also follow their cause on social media with the hashtag FixTheLaws. Incoming New York City Schools Chancellor David Banks already plans to hit the ground running. Banks telling PIX11 News that he's considering setting up new specialized high schools with reworked admissions criteria. The Post reporting Banks questioned the use of a loan exam to determine admissions in general, but suggested that a new slate of specialized schools could adopt a different format than those already in existence. I'm sure that would come as a relief to a lot of students. Mm-hmm. Like one test says it like isn't going to determine the rest you know, of their I, lives. I, what do you think about this one test and they're making... making I had to do it. What, what did you have to do? Everything oh. was one test. One you know, test. one test and your whole life was either going to go one way or the other. So speaking with... Now, in New York, was it, is it New York State where you have to take an exam when in your senior year to graduate? Is there is there a test to... To graduate, I know we're not. That's not what we're There's really talking. There's always finals, but we're talking about like getting into high school, getting into college, getting into grad school. All those have have tests, but this 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 new chancellor seems to have a really good idea of the direction he wants to go. Especially like De Blasio didn't feel like Mayor De Blasio didn't feel like we should have special classes for exceptional students, whereas David Banks feels like there should even be more specialized programs. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's going to be interesting to see how he changes things. And I think it's time for a change. De Blasio, in other words, De Blasio, I believe, wanted to make it easier for kids to get into those special um, what do they call those schools? The the module schools, like um, I don't know. Uh, he wanted to make it easier, I believe, and, and a lot of parents there was backlash that they didn't want to make it easier for the students. I just, I just I'm getting out of my area right special, now. But he just didn't want there to be a special curriculum for children that yeah. are you know ahead of everybody else. You know, specialized classes and programs for exceptional students. He wanted everything to be the same. This guy, exact opposite. David Banks wants there to be more programs, more incentives for students to excel. Education so complex in New York City. I don't know why. I mean, I guess around the country. It's yeah. a big, well, it's the biggest school system in the country. So exactly. You know, well, you're dealing with well, how many students? A million? <laughs> one million I, students, I believe. I think I it's know. one million students. Anybody know back there behind the glass? I think it's a, I think it's a million, right? I'm not sure. Pretty big. We haven't taken attendance. Something like that. Yeah. Something yeah. No, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, we it's, have to take attendance. I mean, think about that. A million students. Wow. So anyway, yeah. Well, anyway, good luck to Mr. Um, David Thanks. Banks. Yeah. Who are going to be our, our incoming. We'll see what he does. Our incoming. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And mm-hmm. I mean, again, he seems very pro-education. He's had success. So that's important. 
<laughs> Moving along, hundreds of students staging a walkout, speaking of school. A walkout from a Staten Island school yesterday morning to protest recent violence shortly after the campus was forced to go into lockdown over shooting threat, according to school officials, as reported in the Post. The Susan E. Wagner High School went into lockdown about 10.50 yesterday following a threat made on Snapchat that specifically targeted the planned walkout. Now, these walkouts seem to be becoming a thing. Last week, we had a walkout at a public school um, in Manhattan, a lot, mostly girls saying that there's been a lot of sexual harassment. This is a middle right. school. A lot of sexual harassment and that they feel that the school officials didn't do enough. And, uh, you know, they got the, they got attention and now hopefully something's going to be done about it. But it's amazing how these students have caught on to the fact that if they need, and, and they're not trivial things. Violence, right. Violence sexual right. harassment. Yeah. Sexual, right. They're trying to get it fixed up. And we, we talked about that earlier. I think that's very important. It's healthy. And I think it's important to note, I don't think the students went out to protest and went home. What they do is they go out for a little bit, I believe. They go on the football field or the tra- whatever, and then they, they, they return to class. So it's not like it's a cut day. Hey, everyone, let's, you know. Let's, no, they're let's, serious. They're they, serious they go back and They issues. go back in the class, which is, you know, mature thing to do. I think back in my day, I don't know if I'd be coming back no. to class, but uh, anyway. But that, it, it, that, is, that is good to see. What did you want to remind me of? You got, you got something up on the screen there? Yeah, Russian military buildup has raised fears in Ukraine and the West that Moscow could invade its neighbor. The tensions over Ukraine come amid a new low in relations between Russia and the NATO military alliance. President Vladimir Putin, who denies planning an attack, is demanding a promise that NATO wouldn't give membership to Ukraine or deploy its forces there, a pledge that the West says it will not give. Although ties between Russia and NATO are now at a low point, they once were so warm that Putin even considered having Moscow join the alliance. So what it, what it comes down to from what I see is they're afraid that if, if Ukraine gets into NATO, is admitted to NATO, that's going to give countries in the NATO alliance a right to put military bases on their borders. Mm-hmm. And so that's why Russia is upset about this. I'm not saying they should be building up an arms there, but I can understand the concern. Yeah. So, uh, but it, it's a touchy situation. Oh, yes. And uh, what? Now, China's saying they're going to fire on our troops if we, uh, if they get into a war with Taiwan. They're saying if we come, if we come to Taiwan's aid, they're going to fire on American troops. So the Russians and the Chinese getting testy with the Americans lately. What do you think about that? Mr. Sportsman, how are you? I'm good, Bob. He's here Thank for you. sports. Thank it's you. Justin Ella coming in for sports. Thanks, Bob. I am Justin Ella here with your early news sports update. Uh, the NFL's Week 14 came to a close last night with a heavyweight battle between the 8-4 and Los Angeles Rams and the 10-2 and Arizona Cardinals. A nail-biter saw the Rams squeak out an impressive 30-23 to victory in Arizona behind three touchdowns and 287 yards through the air for Rams gunslinger Matthew Stafford. Both New York basketball teams are back in action at home tonight with the Nets taking on the Toronto Raptors in Brooklyn and the Knicks facing off against the Golden State Warriors at the Garden. Both tip-offs are set for 7.30 p.m. Eastern time tonight. One thing to watch out for in that Knicks-Warriors game as Golden State star point guard Stephen Curry is just two triples away from breaking Ray Allen's all-time record for most three-pointers made. Back in action on the ice tonight as well as the Islanders are in Detroit to battle the Red Wings and the Rangers are out west in Colorado to face off against the Avalanche. 
The Isles will get underway at 7.30 p.m., and the Rangers will start a little later on at 9 p.m. Eastern. Some rare soccer news on this Tuesday morning as well, as the MLS Cup champions NYCFC are set to celebrate their victory over the Portland Timbers today at City Hall. With your early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Nice Just, job. Yeah, Justin. no, nice. The Knicks, I mean, they were they surprised a lot of people last year. Thibodeau, I think, is a great coach. I don't know what their record is right now. Are they kind of sliding back a little bit? They're definitely sliding back a little bit. Expectations were high this season. Um, of course, with the uh, resurgence of Julius Randle last year, he's been underwhelming. Uh, Kemble Walker getting uh, booted from the starting lineup as well. Uh, you know, he was supposed to be kind of a uh, an insurgent into that lineup, and uh, he's failed to do so. So, you know, Thib- I think Thibodeau's still uh, still the guy you want to go with in terms of leading that team. Um, hopefully, to the playoffs, there's still time to get that done. But uh, as of now, they are not the team that New Yorkers New Yorkers expected them to be. Do they have a losing record right now? Yeah, it, it I believe I believe they're under 500. I like him though, Tom Thibodeau. I mean, you know, I like him. Like, I listen at uh, a guy uh, a guy who's tough, stern with his guys. You can't be too friendly with your players. If you get too friendly yeah. with the players, uh, you know, he's not supposed to be a friend. He's supposed to be a coach. So, thank you, Justin. It's going to be sunny today. High near 52 tonight. Partly cloudy. Lows in the upper 30s. And Wednesday, that's when the clouds roll in. Highs in the mid 50s. WABC News Time 5:48. Governor Kathy Hochul says construction of new terminals at JFK will cost approximately $9.5 billion, but it's expected to result in the creation of 10,000 new jobs. The project involves expanding terminals 1, 2, and 3. Construction is planned to begin mid-next year with the new terminals opening in 2026. And the New York Assembly's longest-serving lawmaker is hanging it up. He's retiring after more than 50 years in Albany. 74-year-old Richard Gottfried has been representing constituents on Manhattan's west side for decades. I believe he was elected at 23. He currently serves as the chair of the Assembly Health Committee. And now here's Jacqueline Carr with a look at stocks and other business news this morning. Good morning, Jacqueline. Good morning. Stocks fell, awaiting a decision by the Federal Reserve expected later in the week about fighting inflation. The S&P fell 43 points. NASDAQ dropped 217 points and the Dow slid 320 points. Now, Elon Musk has been named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Musk, the founder and CEO of space exploration company SpaceX, recently snatched the title of world's wealthiest person from Amazon founder Jeff Bezos. Musk cruised past Bezos when the rising price of Tesla brought his net worth up to around $3 billion. Might help to note he is newly single. Time saying this isn't an award, but, quote, recognition of the person who had the most influence on events of the year for good or for ill, which is interesting to me. It's it's just no matter what, they they get to be the the person of the year, whether they were doing really well or not. I'm really just, badly. I'm still concentrating on he's still single. You said. Well, what they, does that mean? Because now Musk is the wealthiest person and he's also newly single. Right. So I like to add that little personal flavor to it because, you know, it could be an interesting combination if you happen to run in, into him. My brother and I were talking about this morning. There's, and I, I, it's a great institution. Don't get me wrong. It's a fabulous magazine. But does time have the clout that it used to have? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I mean, no. I'm more of a like a People magazine people, gal. People. So I, I'm just teasing. I don't know. Honestly, I couldn't answer that. But Dr. Oz 
See, I'm, I'm into the entertainment side of things. His show's ending next month while the good doctor makes a run for the U.S. Senate. He's hoping to fill the vacancy of Senator Pat Toomey, who's retiring in November. Now, the Dr. Oz show, now in its 13th uh, season, won 10 Daytime Emmy Awards. The show is being replaced by a show called The Good Dish. It's not about gossip. It's hosted by none other than Dr. Mehmet Oz's daughter and Master Chef Junior Judge Daphne Oz. The Good Dish is a cooking show. It will air January 17th, just three days after the Dr. Oz show ends. So Dr. Oz is running for senator in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I believe, right? So that's why I guess they're canceling the show. Or did he have no choice? Did he want to do both? No, I don't think he can do both. He can't be Dr. Oz and the senator at the same time, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, and then he's, he's leaving a spot open for his daughter, so he's keeping it in right, the family. That's right, he's keeping it in the family. Right, absolutely. The Hill reporting the Biden administration made the inflation of gas prices even worse by both restricting the supply of oil and pressuring banks and asset managers to divest from traditional energy projects. The result is weakened purchasing power for consumers and more reliance on foreign countries to keep the United States powered. Biden's decision to cut off avenues news for more domestic supply of oil by canceling the Keystone XL pipeline and limiting exploration on federal lands and waters gives the organization of petroleum exporting countries significant leverage over American energy consumption. Senator Joe Manchin telling reporters Monday that anything's possible after President Biden called him to plead for his crucial vote to pass a massive social and environmental spending bill. The Post reporting Manchin said it was, quote, good conversation, but he declined to give details. He added, we talked to negotiate. That's what it's all about. And now to keep your mouth shut and negotiate. The House passed the spending package last month with $2.2 trillion price tag. The string of deadly tornadoes that tore through parts of Arkansas. Arkansas, Illinois, Kentucky, Missouri, Mississippi, and Tennessee Friday night into Saturday morning, killing nearly 90 people was extremely rare for December. FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell telling CNN's State of the Union, the effects we are seeing of climate change are the crisis of our generation. She's added that while it was not unusual for tornadoes to strike in December at this magnitude, I don't think we have ever seen one this late in the year. OSHA, the Federal Occupational Safety and Health Administration, announced Monday it's opened an investigation into the deadly collapse of an Amazon warehouse in Illinois after tornadoes ripped through the Midwest Friday night. OSHA compliance officers have been on site there since Saturday. A spokesperson for OSHA said they have six months to issue citations and propose monetary penalties if workplace or health violations are discovered. Six people died and at least one person was injured. In a statement, a rep for Amazon said they are supporting OSHA's efforts, adding in part, quote, our thoughts and prayers are with the victims and their loved ones and everyone impacted by the tornado. And again, President Biden will be um, in Kentucky tomorrow to, to, assess uh, to assess the damage. I guess it's just, I don't think he's going to the other states. I imagine he's just going to be staying in Kentucky. Kentucky seems to be they the, are the hardest the hit. ground, the ground zero of the um, of the of the destruction. Right? He's giving President Biden is giving them a lot of help. He decla- immediately just declared a disaster emergency for them, sent FEMA and and all other agencies that can help them and said he would cut through the red tape. Because I don't know if you remember, like what the Super Bowl thing, it took FEMA Mm -hmm. a very long time to get there. So now he's, you know, President Biden saying that's not going to happen. He's going to get them. He sent the National Guard there Saturday morning to help Mm -hmm. with the rescue efforts. He's really trying to help them out. And he is going there tomorrow to see what 
what else can be done? I believe I believe from the tri-state area, some disaster teams have either on the way or are going to be deployed. I mean, that's what they usually do anyway. Yes. Right? It's always from New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Oh, yeah. Are there they, neighboring right. counties and in, in, uh, sent resources right over to Kentucky as well? But they, they're also dealing with their own problems, you know, because of the tornadoes. You know, now they were talking um, the um, weather. As you know, we're going to be mild here. In the yes. northeast and, and part of the um, southern states down in the in the southeast quadrant are going to be mild too upcoming. So they were talking about, oh boy, here we go again. It's going to get mild there, and then you're going to have another. I, I believe by the weekend another cold front sweeping down from the northern plains. It's going to go right through. So some people are like, you know, oh my gosh, it's going to happen again. And God forbid that should happen again. But with, again, with these these unseasonably mild temperatures in our area, in our, it usually results in thunderstorms. In thunderstorms, right? Yeah, you don't get them but here. But you could get I, a tornado here. You can, and, and, and we do. I think from what little I know of meteorology, <laughs> and it's very little, um, the, what happened is because we're so close to the coast, when, those, when the front is coming down from the interior, whether it's upstate New York, Pennsylvania, the ocean air knocks its feet out from under it. Right. The ocean air kind of like chops it up. Mm-hmm. And that's why we usually don't get that, you know, those violent tornadoes or just violent. Oh, we do get violent weather, but uh, the ocean kind Not of saves us from that. Yeah, the ocean kinds of, uh, kind of saves us from that a little bit. So, you know, that's why we don't get tornadoes. But we do, we do get them. That happens on Long Island. What, a couple of weeks ago? Yes. Was it last month? A couple of weeks ago? They right? were saying it, it on the It was an news. F-Zero, I believe. Yeah. It, was, it was F-Zero. And I didn't even know there was even such thing as an F-Zero. I but, didn't uh, either. But, yeah, I heard something on the news about how we were going to get thunderstorms and we could even get a tornado. And that mm-hmm. that really made me pay attention. All right. Well, let's, let's just concentrate on clear weather and maybe some snow for Christmas. It's going to be sunny today, high near 52. Tonight, partly cloudy, lows in the upper 30s. And tomorrow, that's when the clouds roll in, highs in the mid-50s. WABC News Time, 5.58. The Omicron variant is on the rise in the United Kingdom, where cases surging 50% to 5,000 cases in 24 hours. And now there is fear the trend is making its way to the U.S. America seeing infections triple to 159, spreading to 30 states, with just 16% of Americans receiving boosters. The Coca-Cola company has recalled Minute Maid drinks sold in multiple states, including New York, after some were contaminated by a metallic substance. The affected products were distributed in stores in Pennsylvania, New York, Maine, Virginia, Maryland, Connecticut, New Hampshire, and North Carolina. A spokesperson for Coca-Cola telling Fox Business a limited quantity of refrigerated Minute Maid berry punch, strawberry lemonade, and fruit punch in 59-ounce cartons did not meet the company's high-quality standards because of the potential presence of foreign matter. 82-year-old Nancy Pelosi running for re-election in 2022 for her 18th term in Congress. I think it's time for Bernie and Sid in the morning next. Stay with us.